It's a Friday afternoon after 5 o'clock. What do you say? That's what I thought you'd say. It's time for Ask the Preacher, your weekly opportunity to have your Bible questions answered. It's brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Ask the Preacher with John Freed. John's out today, but sitting in is George Locke. Yippee, it is Friday, and yes, I know everybody listening is happy to hear me again. I'm sorry John's not here, but I know I'm your favorite, guys. You don't have to tell anybody. I know I am. Hey, we want to uh, thank you for listening and let you know that you can join in on the conversation. The phone number to join in today is 863-682-1430. You can also go to Ask thepreacher.com. You can check out previous episodes. You can submit questions and uh, find the phone number in case we say it a little too quickly. I'll give you that phone number one more time if you want to join in on today's conversation. It's 863-682-1430. And if you guys have been listening, you know that when I host, I usually do a bunch of apologetics stuff. I love apologetics because I'm a nerd. I want to know why I believe the things I believe and have a an answer in season and out of season for when people ask. But today we're going to do something a little different. Instead of just doing apologetics and questions, of course, you can call in and get your questions answered. But today we have a very, very special guest in the studio with us today. His name is James Dunn, and he, uh, talking to him before the the program started, he's an incredibly smart guy, and uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself because I will not do as eloquent of of a job uh, as he will introducing himself. So James, could you take a couple of minutes just to explain uh, who you are, what you do, and, and what you're doing here in Polk County? Uh, thank you. Thank you for this invitation today. I, I'm, I was looking forward to it. Uh, again, my name is James Dunn. I'm uh, from the great state, I guess second great state. There it is, second okay, great state. Texas. Yeah. Um, I'm here on a mission, and that is a mission to elect Christian Judeo or Judeo-Christian conservative Republicans to your school board uh, on the Polk County School District uh, Board of Trustees. Um, I have uh, worked in education almost 30 years as a teacher, a public school principal, I hold a doctorate in education, and in the last several years I've founded several uh, Christian-based conservative organizations, um, and also I have been the political consultant and campaign manager to uh, 25 campaigns of of conservative Republicans throughout our country running for various school board seats and at various school districts. Uh, we're very excited to, to say that we've, we've won all of them. Um, and, all. and so uh, the word was put out uh, that there were some very contentious uh, school board seats uh, um, uh, being sought after by several uh, Christ, uh, Christian Republican conservative candidates. And so I was brought in, and so uh, I'm excited to be here. We look forward to winning these four races on the Polk County School District Board and being in charge of the county's uh, uh, school district. Right on. That's uh, really exciting news, actually, because, oh, man, I can't – almost every week we, we – we, unfortunately, even when we talk about apologetics, we, we bring up this idea that – is Jesus really Lord of our lives? You know, not just our private religious life, but is he the Lord of our financial life? Does he call the shots in our political life and our political views? I mean, does he really have all authority or does he only have authority, you know, in my private pew 
uh, you know, prayer closet life. And mm-hmm. so that's really exciting to hear that there are people stepping up and not only exercising their uh, in their God-given constitutional right as an American citizen, but they're exercising their authority as a citizen of Yeshua's kingdom. And that's exciting. That is really neat. So here's a big question for you. You uh, kind of specialize, you said, 25 candidates that you have successfully helped win their elections for school boards. So you kind of specialize in the, the school board uh, political realm, if you will. Is that, that a fair way to yeah, say that? That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Um, you know, you can be, a as, a, as the old proverb says, a, 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 what a master of, a jack of all trades, but a master of just one or two. Uh, and, and so over the years, because of my experience in public education and working with school boards, with parent associations and churches, um, I've kind of uh, honed in on the skill of communicating educational issues. And the last two or three years, uh, school boards have become increasingly contentious uh, because of the extreme uh, left ideology as they govern uh, uh, these these school districts and uh, make policy affecting our children. So it's very important uh, to me that um, we, we elect uh, Christian conservatives uh, to these school boards so we can get these, 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 these systems, these districts back to teaching basics, which is reading, writing, and arithmetic and leaving social issues up to the parents. Interesting. So on a, as much as you can, I know it's difficult because based on a particular topic, uh, there may be more weight to one particular topic than another. But if you had to, in your estimation, uh, explain how important a school board election is. Is it more important or equally important or less important than, say, voting for the governor or voting for the president? I mean, wh- where is this really in our scale of how it impacts us? I'm so glad you asked that question. Uh, conservatives, Republicans have for decades just kind of got been out the game, if you will, of uh, uh, public schools and school districts and being a part of the governing boards and being trustees and and we've just kind of acquiesced that and allowed the liberals to run roughshod over all these school districts yep. over the over these decades. And as a result, uh, policies have been put in place by these liberals and these leftists that have adversely affected our school children. And so now, within the last two, three years, uh, Republicans and conservatives and Christians alike have woken up and, and they understand, hey, we gotta we gotta redirect this. We've got to engage and get our folks on these school districts. They're affecting our children. In the state of uh, Texas, where I come from, there are over five million school children with twelve hundred school districts and charter schools. In the state of Florida, right here, you have sixty-seven school districts, over four thousand campuses. Wow! And one point, no, I, nearly two million school children. So yeah, it's it's a it's a big deal. We've got to reengage, and we are reengaging. Uh, the debate and electing good Christian conservatives to these school boards, so we can we can change the trajectory of these leftist policies that these uh, extreme liberals have uh, put in place over these decades. And you said something about the, the the Lord early about you know the Lord does one of two things: He either allows something to happen or He makes it happen. In either scenario, He's involved in the equation, mm. so He always is there. And I think that's a very important as we navigate the takeover of our schools again and restore them uh, to the parents and to the communities 
uh, that they are that they're in and allow them to teach children those things they need to know, which is how to be a productive citizen in terms of learning how to read, learning how to write, learning how, how to do math, and then going out and getting a job and being productive in their communities or going to college, wherever, wherever that child is led. I like the way that you phrase that. You used the words take over, and I like that because in Genesis chapter 1, Verse 26, the very first thing God says about man is let him take dominion, be fruitful, multiply. That's a military term, dominion, to bring under your authority through subjugation. And it's so important, he actually says it again in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Same exact thing, let man take dominion, be fruitful, multiply. And uh, so it's, it's important if we really believe Jesus has all authority, if he really is the king of all kings. We need to be getting involved. We're going to talk about this more right after the break. Join in on the conversation. 863-682-1430. We'll see you in just a few moments. But right now, let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher with John Free, brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. John's out today, but in the house are George and James. Welcome back from the break, everybody. I know you're sad about John not being here. He's actually a little preoccupied today being a fantastic moderator uh, for some uh, school board uh, debates that are going on. And so we uh, wish him some good luck and and some good uh, moderating skills and tactics. I'm sure he'll do a great job. But uh, we're in the studio today with Mr. James Dunn, who I'm convinced is a genius and uh, is going to do a great job with what his endeavors are here in Polk County. And just before the break, we were talking about what James is doing here. He's a uh, political strategist. Is that the right way to say it? Or consultant? Sure, I'll take any of that. Uh, Except scoundrel. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. Well, usually that's what I think of. When I think politicians, exactly. I think scoundrel. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go with the candidates that, that you're helping. They right. are not scoundrels. They right. are uh, Judeo-Christian value-based uh, candidates. I don't want to call them politicians because I'm sure if they're Judeo-Christian based, they're probably not career politicians. They aren't. None and of so, them are. so they're they're fresh blood mm-hmm. being injected into the system, and and hopefully going to do a lot of good. And we were talking about why school board. That's your specialization. That's what these four candidates are are running for. Why that is so important. And if I'm not mistaken, I've been wrong maybe once in my life. My wife would argue. Um, but that's not true. I've never been wrong in my life. Uh, it, it was uh, Hitler who said, if you give me a child from the time they're born to the age of seven, I'll have them for the rest of their life. That's either, right. So, you know, when we think about our kids and sending them to schools and who's in charge of their curriculum, I got four kids and I can't believe how quickly they're growing up. And from, you know, zero to seven, man, that time flies by fast. Yeah. And if they're being influenced in worldviews that are not only contrary to what the Word of God teaches, but just contrary to logic and common sense and what has worked in the past, uh, it, it is it is terrifying to think of what the future holds. And uh, I'm maybe a couple of years younger than you, <laughs> not, not too many, <laughs> but you know, even when I was growing up, it wasn't as insane as what they're teaching in schools now. And so when it when it comes to candidates, for a school board, and especially the candidates right here in Polk County, what are some of the key political views or uh, s- some of the things that you look for in a candidate and saying, 
Yeah, you know, they're they're not just Republican, but they're they're a step maybe above that. Here's why if I had two Republicans, I would vote for one instead of the other. Maybe they're not even Republican. Maybe they're independent or whatever. But t- tell us, yeah. what is what is what is it that you look for in a candidate right. to determine if they're going to be good? Well, first and foremost, I only work uh, with uh, conservative candidates, Christian candidates. Okay. Now, you know, you, you can't read a person's mind and you certainly can't read their heart. But the word of God says to try them by the spirit. Mm. And each of the four candidates that are seeking school board seats right now all have a history of service in this community, in their churches, in their commu- in their in their schools. Uh, so so I'm very comfortable with each one of them and the, and the reasoning that they're seeking these offices. Um, you know, uh, it's very important that that the layman, uh, the Christian, the housewife, the Good Samaritan, the good citizen steps up and gets involved in the in the governance of their of their communities, especially their schools, because uh, where the child's mind goes, that's the future. So we have mm. to make certain that our schools and the folks that govern them, specifically school board members, really have that as a core, um, a core of wanting to be impactful, of wanting to make certain that children. Uh, or learning teachers or teaching. So I look for candidates who are Christians, who are conservative in their in their outlook, and who who basically have values and principles that they they stand on. So yes, uh, I, those are the criteria I look for when I de- when I determine to work with a particular candidate seeking an office, uh, such as a school board. Um, and, and each of the four that are currently seeking office um, in this community, Polk County are outstanding citizens, outstanding Christians, and will be an outstanding trustee when they win on August 23rd. Right on. So, okay, so August 23rd is when the vote takes place. Correct. Now, correct me on a a couple things if I'm wrong. Anybody who is a registered voter can vote for the school board candidates. That is correct. Um, And if you're not registered yet, July 25th is the last day to register in order to vote uh, in the school board election on August 23rd. Okay. We'll talk about that in a second, but I got another question. So Mm -hmm. if anybody who's a registered voter Mm -hmm. can vote for these school board candidates, give me your one minute elevator pitch. I am a person who either keeps my kids in homeschool, so I'm not really affected by the school board, or I don't have kids. I... You know, my kids are all grown up. They don't have grandkids. They live in a different state. Why should I, as somebody who does not have a child in the public school system, why should I be concerned? What's your what's your 30 second pitch for me? I I can give you some real good responses to that. But let me give you a response that I gave a group of superintendents um, in, in southeast Texas about five years ago when they were talking about putting kids out of school or expelling them because of behavioral issues. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had like five superintendents around this table, and I said, well, you know, you you want to create an environment uh, that is conducive for learning for them uh, and that you'll be able to really see how they're functioning behavior-wise. So if if you just put them out, that would be a, a real, you know, very challenging situation, namely because while you're at work, 
they could be crawling through your window uh, at your house. So if you, (laughs) whether you have children in the school system (laughs) or you don't have children in the school system, you have a vested interest to make certain that your vote is is, is heard by, by electing people that will ensure that your that those children are learning and they're being taught and they're in a controlled environment where where they are developing into productive citizens so they can get out in the community and get a job uh, or go to college uh, nevertheless uh, they they won't be uh, sitting dormant uh, what's the, the old expression my mom who taught 40 years used to say you know an idle mind is a devil's workshop so we need to make certain we keep them engaged with learning teachers teaching uh, whether you have children in the in the, in, the, in, the, in the school system or not, you're, if, you're, if you've had children, you have a vested interest in making certain that these, these school board members win so that t- teaching is being done and learning is being achieved. Right on. And, and you said uh, a, a vested interest. So even if you don't have kids, and, you know, it reminds me of Proverbs 29, too. It says, when the righteous rule, the people rejoice, but when the wicked rule, the people mourn and, you know— <laughs> As the kids are taught in this generation, they're going to be voting in some of them in just a couple of years. You know, they're That's right. 16, 17. They're going to be voting when they're 18 or younger if certain That's politicians right. have their views. So it's really important that we help raise them and train them in the way they should go so that we have righteous rulers who get voted in. And folks, if you want to join in on our conversation the phone number is 863-682-1430. We're talking to James Dunn. And uh, after the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about not just uh, the importance of getting involved, but how we can actually tangibly get involved. We'll see you right after the break. And now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. Your chance to have your Bible questions answered is now. It's brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. John Freed is your regular host. He's out today. Sitting in is George Locke. Welcome back from the break, everybody. I know that you are excited to get into this segment of the program where we're going to talk about some of the tangible things we can do to get involved. But i got a question for all of you out there in Radio Land real quick. It's a bit of a answer it yourself. You don't, you don't uh, have to call in an answer. But uh, the United States, true or false, is a direct democracy. Answer is... False. We are not a direct democracy. We are a constitutional republic. And a republic is unique. Uh, the example given by Mr. Franklin himself, Benjamin Franklin, is a uh, democracy is two wolves and a lamb deciding what's for dinner. A republic is a well-armed lamb contesting the vote. And uh, a republic is vitally important because it allows... The smaller states and the little guy to have a voice at the table that is more or less on equal footing with the bigger states and the bigger guys. And so that ties into the fact of what we're talking about today with Mr. James Dunn. We're discussing uh, his efforts as a political genius and a man who is going to be super effective here in Polk County. He's a political strategist and political consultant helping four candidates, uh, who we will talk about in a moment. He's helping those four candidates get elected to the school board so that we can help educate children uh, the basics of education and leave the uh, wacko agenda out of it and uh, return us to some common sense and normality. And so uh, it's important because 
if we are truly going to be a republic, we need to have our most extreme efforts start locally and grassroots and small uh, because as we impact the local, it will naturally spread like wildfire to even the federal level. And it's a way for us to counteract the extreme abuse of the federal central government powers. So with all that being said, if you want to join in our, our conversation, the phone number is 863-682-1430. But without any further delay... I want to ask Mr. James Dunn to continue the conversation. And if you could, James, we, we, we talked about, in general, these four candidates. Can you share some specific information about them? A absolutely. There are four outstanding uh, Christian conservative uh, candidates running um, for school board seats. Uh, Jill Sessions, um, uh, uh, Terry Clark, uh, Justin Sharpless, and Richard Nolte. Those four have been endorsed by, by huge numbers of Christians and conservatives and Republicans and, 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 and many other pastors, uh, as well as folks that really care about their school children and care about this community. You know, just two months, two and a half months ago, the Ledger, the area's newspaper, cited the school district as a result of a state auditor uh, uh, review with 72 issues audit issues, 72 issues, the Polk County School District was cited from uh, mis mismanagement of funds to uh, having uncertified teachers in the classroom. Um, so, wow. so, so this is all under the leadership of a leftist liberal uh, majority on that board. So they have presided over that board for many years, and the results have been pitiful. Student performance uh, is at an all-time low. Reading for third graders at an all-time low. There needs to be a change. These four folks, Jill, Jill Sessions, uh, Richard Nolte, Justin Sharpless, um, as well as uh, my final guy, Terry Clark, uh, who's listening right now, actually texting me. Uh, we want to make certain that those four get elected and get elected on August 23rd to bring normalcy back to the school district and to make certain that all of our children in Polk County School District are learning and teachers are teaching. And so when they leave that that classroom and they, they graduate, they're able to go out into the workforce and be impactful to the community. You asked earlier regarding folks that don't have school children in the, in the, in the system and, and, yep. and maybe homeschooling or folks that don't have children at all. Well, everyone that lives in Polk County is a taxpayer on some level. So mm -hmm. you should be concerned that there's money being mismanaged by Polk County School District. And you should be concerned about your taxes. Um, when you have poor schools, you're going to have taxes to go out the roof because the leftists are going to want to put all kinds of social programs in place so that they can try to cover up their failures. So, yeah, you have a vested interest in making certain that you elect these four conservatives on the school board on August 23rd. On August 23rd. So remind me again, remind everybody listening, if the vote is on August 23rd, that's the only day we can vote. But when do we need to register to vote by? Right. You have to register to vote by July the 25th if you aren't registered. Now, there is early voting prior to uh, August the 23rd. There's a few days before that date that you have the opportunity to vote uh, just in case you, you can't. And then you can send in mail ballots. 
Um, I don't trust mail ballots. You know, conservatives shun that. But sometimes you have people that are homebound in, in facilities. So, you know, we understand that. But but we're, we're going to we're going to encourage folks to really get up and we're going to provide rides to the polls, too. That's one of the things that we're going to implement in this election season. We're going to make certain that every single person in this community has an opportunity to exercise their fundamental right. And that is to vote. Um, this is the time for Christians. This is the time for conservatives to come out and, and make their voice known. Uh, Governor DeSantis has been very supportive of Christian conservative Republicans. Um, and so we want to make certain that when we bring him down to support these candidates, that we can really showcase what this community is doing in, in, in preparation for securing this win for them. Right on. That's exciting. Now, here is my... Um I, I, I try not to give out challenges too much because, uh, you know, Jesus said, before removing the, the splinter in your brother's That's eye, right. check the plank in your own. Right. That's a paraphrase. I'm not yeah. sure Jesus said check <laughs> the one in your own. It's good enough. Yeah. Uh, so here's my challenge, though, and this is a challenge for me. Is it fair to say, because we live in the United States, where at the moment we still have the God-given choice to exercise our right to vote. Uh, is it fair to say, because we're in this unique position where we are a government for, of, by the people, it's a government that is by the consent of the governed, is it fair to say, in your opinion, that if we, as Christians, who claim Jesus is the king of every aspect of our life, is it fair to say that we are being hypocritical if we don't vote the way Jesus would vote, if we wouldn't vote for people who believe in the principles that he himself is. He is the law. He is the Bible. He says the whole of the book is written about me. So are we, in your opinion, as people who proclaim to be Christians, are we being hypocritical if we do not vote the way Jesus would vote? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, if you're saved, saved by grace, then you know, you, there, there should be some like-minded uh, thoughts, and those like-minded thoughts should be who's the most uh, 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 judicious, judicious uh, Christian-oriented candidate to vote for. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, 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 uh, if you have Christians voting for different people um, in the same particular race, then there's an issue there um, because obviously the differences between uh, our conservative Christian candidates and the liberal leftist can candidates is like night and day. They are they're, they're, they're for all, all sorts of nonsense that has nothing to do with, with kids learning and teachers teaching. Um, and, and if they did, we wouldn't have such a dismal uh, academic performance record in Polk County School District. Uh, we can't allow uh, the, the majority to continue doing the same thing. My mom, it was a former public school teacher for 40 years, she used to always say, and this is not original, you know, you, you keep doing the same thing over and over again with no results. It's, it's dumb. I mean, that's the definition of stupidity. So why would you reelect people that are, are just a few weeks ago were cited by the state for having dozens and dozens of audit issues with their campuses, poor buildings, uncertified teachers, poor academic performance of students? Why would you reelect them again? Mm. I don't think a, a I don't think Christians or just plain good people would do that, and I don't think the children deserve that. They deserve people that care about their learning and teachers teaching. 
And that's what our conservatives want to restore back to our schools. I like that. I like what you said. And what I get out of it, if I were to break it down in a sentence or two, is that if you are a Christian, Mm -hmm. you should vote biblically and vote for these candidates. That's right. Because they are are, uh, biblically based. And if you're not a Christian, don't vote for insanity. Mm-hmm. Voting for the same old thing that's getting poor results is just stupid. So don't vote for insanity. Exactly. Vote for, vote for the people who are offering change, who are offering better options. That's right. Interesting. That's right. Some right. of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to make sure people are getting involved. Give us those names one more time, each candidate. Absolutely. Justin Sharpless. Richard Nolte, Terry Clark, and Jill Sessions. Those are our four Republican, conservative, Christian candidates for school board. Vote for them. They've never held public office before, but they're ready to lead. We have people, liberals on that board, incumbents that have been in office for years, and a couple for a couple of decades. Well, one for a couple of decades. It's time to make a change. I like that. That is exciting. Hey, you are listening to Ask the Preacher. We're going to come back with one more segment and give you some ways that you can continue to get tangibly involved. If you want to join in on the conversation, it's 863-682-1430. We will see you right after this short break. Fourth and final segment coming up of Ask the Preacher this Friday afternoon, brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. John Freed, your regular host, but in the studio today is George and James. Welcome back from the break, everybody. Hey, just a reminder, you can go to askthepreacher.com. That is askthepreacher.com. You can check out previous episodes. You can ask questions. You can even write in a comment on our form there. Something just random off the top of my head. George is an amazing host. We love him. You know, whatever you want, whatever you're inspired to do. It's up to you. We'll see. But uh, if you ask a question on askthepreacher.com, we will actually answer them on the following radio program or do our best to answer them. We are in studio today with Mr. James Dunn, and I, if you can't tell, am extremely excited about what we're talking about and what's going on and how James is helping Polk County uh, not only be uh, sane, but also return to to common sense and really Judeo-Christian values, which... uh, Another, another quote from one of our founders. Uh, everybody knows the famous uh, "Give me liberty or give me death," That's right. and that was said by Patrick Henry. But what most people don't know is his second most famous quote, which goes like this: "This nation was not founded by religious people or on religion, but it was founded by Christians and on the gospel of Jesus Christ." Mm-hmm. So the same guy who said that, said, give me liberty or give me death. And so it it goes to show that despite some of the flaws Mm. that individual men may have had, our nation was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we believe that is what has led to this being the greatest nation the world has ever seen, has led more people out of poverty and into freedom Mm -hmm. than the world has ever seen. It's uh, besides... Some, some people would argue, I think I, I heard the great Rush Limbaugh once say this, besides Jesus, the United States is the greatest gift God ever gave to man. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to keep it that way. So um, James is a political consultant who is helping the four candidates. And James, say their names one more time, nice and slow for us. Absolutely. Terry Clark, Jill Sessions, Richard Nolte, and Justin Sharpless. Right on. These four are 
new. They're not incumbents. They've, they're not career politicians who are just going to keep uh, doing the same old and getting terrible results. They're fresh blood being injected into the system to help Polk County schools be fantastic. Absolutely. So now here's the big question. We talked about voting, which is on August, August 23rd. 23rd. And you have to register to vote by? July 25th. So how, besides registering to vote and actually voting, how else can I get involved? What Everybody goes to websites. Everybody needs information. Where do we go, James, to get more involved? A- absolutely. Each of these candidates has their own websites. Um, however, if you're wanting to to vote uh, or to help collectively the candidates, reach out. Uh, 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 you can reach out to me. You can reach out uh, to our Republican Party. You can reach out uh, through several different mediums, and we're going to be announcing those in the coming days as well. If you want to donate money, you can go to the candidates' websites. We also have um, a, uh, a PAC, a political action committee, called Protecting Our Kids. And you can Google it, Protecting Our Kids uh, Florida PAC. And this PAC is to support those four candidates as they combat the onslaught of liberal money out of Washington, D.C., trying to take over Polk County schools. And so um, we we have many other opportunities, too. Um, We are working collectively with our precinct chairs and captains uh, to uh, do block walking. We need block walking volunteers we need phone bank volunteers um and and you know you can text from your from your uh, own phone text out the names of the candidates their signs their uh their their uh, websites uh so there are many different mediums to support our candidates but we need your vote we need your resources we need your prayers um but you know the word of god says um uh, you know uh, work uh, alone won't get you in there okay uh, faith without works is dead. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Faith without works is dead. So you've got to work. You've got to do something. Yeah, you've yeah. got to engage. We need your resources. We need your time. And we need it like yesterday. Um, you know, we, we have 60 plus days before voting starts with early voting slightly before August 23rd, uh, the actual election day. And we don't have a lot of time because this morning I got a call that the liberal left is, is, is getting ready to get a six-figure check to support a couple of these liberal candidates out here. So they want to maintain the power of mediocrity for our children. We can't allow that. Uh, we've got to take back our schools. We've got to get these incumbents and these 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 lifetime public officials who do nothing but but suck the very air out of our systems by getting contracts and backroom deals for their friends and their buddies, we've got to get them out and we've got to get Christians and conservatives in to get our teaching back in order, to get our learning back in order, helping our children be all they can be. So we can Google protecting our kids. Correct. Florida PAC. Correct. Okay. We're going to Google that. That's how we're going to get involved. We're also going to have links to this on askthepreacher.com. But all this reminds me of what happened with the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. You know, the children of Israel, they, they were divinely led out of Egypt mm-hmm. by God. And they wanted a king so bad. And God said, no, I'm your king. I'm your king. And they said, no, no, give us Saul. Give us Saul. And God said, okay, look, he's going to put your kids into war. He's going to tax the snot out of you. That's right. But I'll give you what you want. Mm-hmm. We're at this crossroads now where God's saying, get involved. Elect people who vote as I would vote. Elect people who will stand for my principles. But if we don't, 
he will give us exactly what we're asking for. If we refuse to vote for the right candidates, he will give us the wrong candidates. And I've said on this program before, God will not judge us for voting for leftists. Leftists are God's judgment. That's right. So folks, get involved. Google Protecting Our Kids Florida Pact. Remember to register to vote by the 25th and vote on August 23rd. We will see you next week on Ask the Preacher. Thanks for joining us.